you know, after watching this game, like the one thing that really stood out to me watching what the Bears were able to do against the Eagles, I think it just reiterated, you know, my belief that Eberflus is the guy. There's no doubt about it. Matt Eberflus has the Bears playing hard. They're staying in games with teams much more talented than them. But how should Eberflus and the team approach the final three weeks of the regular season, given all the team's injuries? We'll dive into that here coming up. But first and foremost, it's the Bears Wire podcast. It's great to have you with us and welcome to the show. Brian O'Leary here, along with Alyssa Barbieri of USA Today's Bears Wire. Alyssa, how are you doing this week? You got all your Christmas shopping done? Yeah, and I'm actually wrapping as we speak. And my goodness, it's a lot. I always say that I'm going to go lighter this Christmas, and I never do. I mean, I just get in the holiday spirit, you know, like, and there are quite a few presents I would love to buy Justin Fields, uh, but I do not have the money to be able to buy offensive linemen and receivers. So that's for another day. <laughs> yeah, he could use some. We'll talk about that here jumping off. But before we dive really right into the show, uh, you know, I think I speak for Alyssa when I say we hope you, the listener, have a safe, safe, happy, healthy holiday weekend and all that. Just a quick editor's note that this will be our final podcast of 2022. But that doesn't mean we won't be back. And so don't worry. We'll be back the first week of January with a new episode uh, to ride out this bear season. Alyssa, we're, we're not we're not going away anytime soon. We're going to ride this thing out until the wheels fall off, just like the bears. Absolutely. Because, I mean, let's be real. The real fun is going to start when that last game is over, right? The off season. That's when things are going to get interesting. I mean, we started this season talking about how 2022 was going to be rough and we'd have to ride it out. But 2023 is was going to be when we really started to see things kind of take a turn for the best. And, you know, we're going to be here all during the offseason, keeping you up to date. Well, speaking of the wheels falling off, Alyssa, <laughs> let's get into the show. <laughs> uh, here's my my leadoff question, I think, for this week. It's just, should injuries change the Bears game plan down the stretch? That's just as simple as that. Uh, you know, the health of the players, should that remain the top priority for the Bears, right? Like, we have guys dropping like flies. Uh, and some of those injuries either seemed significant at the time or could end up being significant. We had Tevin Jenkins suffering a neck injury. Uh, you know, Cody Whitehair feels like he he's out for the year. It might be he might have played his last snap for the Bears, right? He's got a knee injury. Jalen Johnson got banged up. It sounds like he's going to play, but he's banged up. Jack Sanborn now out for the year ankle. You just add these to this growing pile of injuries for the Bears. Now, I know they hung in there against the Eagles, which was great. Uh, and Justin Fields made some plays and it was fun seeing him go toe to toe with Jalen Hurts and all that. I'm I'm here for all that. And I'm, I am anti tank. I never want teams to tank. But I think the Bears are in a very interesting situation now, Alyssa, where the Broncos lost or I'm sorry, the Broncos won, which is a win for the Bears. Thank you, Brett Rippon and the Broncos took, took Russell Wilson sitting out a game for the Broncos to win one. Appreciate figure, it. Thank you. Go figure that. <laughs> so the Bears are now in sole possession of second place again or, or the number two overall pick, I should say. And meanwhile, you have all of these injuries, offensive line all over the place, right? Defense. And it's just, what are we playing for, right? What's, what's the game plan going forward? And should these injuries change that game plan, in your opinion, Alyssa? What do you think? Yeah, that's a good question, because this is something that we've been talking about, you know, for a few weeks now. And I think it really started when Justin Fields got hurt against the Falcons. And, you know, even at that point, before they had even been eliminated from postseason contention, it was quite obvious that they weren't playing for anything this season. And obviously the health of Fields and some of those guys that will be a part of this team next season moving forward should be of utmost 
of utmost importance. So, I mean, there was a moment in, I mean, this game, it felt like the Jets game. Remember when all those injuries were going down, but this was somehow so much worse because a lot of the key pieces of this team moving forward in 2023, you know, we're getting her. Obviously, Tevin Jenkins's injury was the most scary. I mean, that was terrifying. Um, but I'm glad that he's okay. He was a limited participant in practice, which I don't even know why that they want to put him out there. I mean, maybe you could argue because Justin Fields needs his best offensive lineman because, yes, they're keeping Justin Fields out there, which, I mean, here's the thing I love. And Bears fans, that's the one thing that has gotten us through this just just horrible season. It's been ugly. And when you when you've only won three games through 14 weeks and there's still an excitement about it, it's very weird, but that's all Justin Fields, right? So that's the excitement that fans have about him. But obviously his health and the health of some of these other players is more important. So, I mean, there was a, a point in that game when all of these injuries were going down uh, even before Fields got banged up, uh, not banged up, but he had uh, was getting cramps uh, in his hamstrings. So even before that happened, I was like, oh, no, you got to take him out. Take him out. This feels like that Jets game when everyone was getting hurt and it just kept happening. I was like, oh, no, just take him out. Please, please do not subject him to that. This offensive line had given up six sacks, five in the first half alone. I'm like, for the love of God, just please protect him. Uh, and then he, there was a scary moment when obviously he he went down and we didn't know what it was. Turned out he was just cramping. You know, he came back. A series later, but at the same time, you look at the health of a lot of these players, especially the offensive line, and that is not an ideal situation for Fields. I mean, he's already been sacked, uh, if not the most, he's a top two, top three most sacked quarterback this season. And I mean, he's your future, so you want to protect your future. And there's a whole bunch of other players like Tevin Jenkins, we mentioned. He's someone that's going to be, uh, I, I believe, going to be a long term part of this team. He's the best been their best offensive lineman this season. Jalen Johnson, like you mentioned, sounds like he's going to give it a go. Uh, it was just a rib injury. Um, Equinania St. Brown got a concussion. He's not really in this for the long term. Jack Sanborn, which that one crushed me. Uh, I was just like, man, he's been having such a good season since he got the starting opportunity and now his season's done. But, you know, obviously it, g- glad that it's not something that's significant or I don't I mean, I hope it's not significant where it's going to affect him coming back in the offseason and getting those the, the reps in, because I think he's someone that could really uh, compete for that starting middle linebacker job next year. But I mean, at this point, <sighs> I mean, you have to weigh the future of the franchise and. You know, Matt Eberflus was asked specifically about Fields. And, you know, it was the first time where you heard Eberflus talk about uh, he was asked about the importance of protecting Fields. And he mentioned, he, you know, how that's, that's one of the most important things. He's our franchise court. Like, he didn't really say that, but you could get the feeling listening to him speak that he knows and this team knows that Fields is the franchise quarterback and you have to protect him. Right. And he knows that. I I still don't think that they're going to pull Fields. I mean, they really want him out there and getting those reps. But like you I mean, I it's hard because now you have three games left and against three really quality opponents. And I really don't want to leave anything up to chance. <laughs> so but then at the same time, you know, we've seen Fields have these moments in some of these games where, you know, I didn't necessarily think he should still be out there given the circumstances. So, I mean, at least I'm not making the calls, I guess. But I mean, I just want to make sure that, you know, these injuries don't continue to pile up and we don't get something much more serious uh, here down the line for any of these players. Is there value in Justin Fields going head to head with Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen? I think there is. I think there's value there. I mean, this is a business for the fans watching. Like, 
it's so true. Like, remember, so when the Bears lost six in a row with Matt Nagy as the head coach and we're going back and forth between Trubisky and Nick Foles, like it was painful, right? We were all felt that we felt that losing streak to our core, right? It's like, you know, rattled your soul a little bit. And now we've lost seven in a row. It doesn't feel like it. It doesn't feel like it because we got Justin Fields and we kind of we have hope we know what's coming in the future. And it doesn't really feel like you've lost. I think the fan base is kind of numb to the losses at this point. So it is it is so different. It's a different spot to be in. And it's like, what are we playing for here? Right. What are we playing for? I, I think that's the question I keep coming back to. It's like totally understand and respect that Matt Eberflus is trying to build a winning culture here. But like, we're not winning. <laughs> we're not winning this year. And we're not winning any of these games here down the stretch. So it's fascinating, right? I think uh, now I've never been like a, like I said earlier, I've never been a guy that's like, we got a tank. But I almost feel, Alyssa, when you have control of the number two draft slot, when you have these games coming up where you're going to be underdogs, no matter who you put in there. Uh, and and I'm, I'm not advocating for Fields to sit, I guess. Uh, but if it gets dangerous in a game, I think... I would maybe advocate for Fields to play some of these games and then maybe treat it like the preseason. Start doing some early analysis for 2023 guys that you want to take a look at that are at the back of your roster, practice squad, whatever, uh, because you're so beat up and just decimated. Your roster so decimated anyway by trades and injuries and all that stuff that it, it almost feels like playing it out like the preseason is the way to go here. I don't think the Bears are going to do that. I think they're too proud. I think Matt Eberflus is trying to... Uh, put his foot down on the winning thing and we're trying to win. I, I just don't know how smart that is, right? What are we playing for here? Are we really playing for 2022 or are we playing for something bigger down the road, right? I, I would almost, as a fan, would rather see them treat it like the preseason. Maybe Fields plays a half and you get him the hell out of there. And then you, you let's, let's watch Nathan Peterman run around a little bit. Like, let's see how that looks. Like, whatever. It's just like for fun, right? Like, come on, let's do the preseason thing because, yeah, I, I don't know how much you really gain when you're putting your franchise out there and then you're seeing guys, you know, like Tevin Jenkins carted off the field in the way he was. And it's like, you know, what if that's your franchise quarterback? Like, you know, you don't even want to think about it. Right. So I think it, it it's a fair question that they should manage it maybe a little bit different down the stretch here, given what we've been seeing. Yeah, I agree. And but like you said, I mean, that's something I don't see Matt Matt Eberflus doing. I mean, you you kind of look at how this team, you know, you know, has played some better teams even earlier in the season before this massive losing streak and when everything's out of reach and you have that top that number two pick, you know, but the watching them play the Eagles and there's like you said, there's a lot of pride in watching them stick with arguably the best team in the NFL was really impressive. And I think that, you know, I don't think Eberflus or these players uh, are going to ever quit. And I think that really speaks to the culture that Eberflus has in place. And, you know, after watching this game, like the one thing that really stood out to me watching what the Bears were able to do against the Eagles, I think it just reiterated, you know, my belief that Eberflus is the guy. Like he is the guy I think that will be able to lead the Bears to success. I mean, you look at what he and his coaching staff have been able to do and get out of these guys, right? We have a lot of practice squad guys or guys, you know, that wouldn't even be on other teams. And you really look at what he's gotten out of them. And especially when some guys have been down, you look at, I mean, especially on defense, uh, the previous uh, week against the Packers when they were down a whole bunch of people or a couple of weeks before that, when they were down a whole bunch of people. And I mean, it's just really impressive. Like, that's the thing. I mean, I agree. I, I I would love to treat it like a preseason. I don't want to put Fields out there and risk him. But again, 
what does that say, you know, to your team if you do something like that, right? So, I mean, I just don't see him doing that, but I definitely agree. I think we're in agreement on that. Just we want to make sure that the future, namely Justin Fields, is healthy going into the 2023 offseason where, you know, you know, he can get some, you know, workouts going with obviously Darnell Mooney, Chase Claypool, uh, Cole Komet, and, you know, start to see that kind of going. So we just want to make sure the Fields is safe. That's the thing. It's all we want for Christmas. <laughs> all we want, all for, we Christmas. want for Christmas, Mariah. Please be listening to me. <laughs> That's all we want. So, all right. So let's dive into Justin Fields, who, yes, as Alyssa just said, is going to play as long as he's healthy. And in my heart of hearts, I do believe that's the right approach. Although I would like the Bears to do the preseason thing, Alyssa, I don't think that's going to happen either. And, and this is, I think, seeing Justin Fields go against Josh Allen, seeing him go against Jalen Hurts, there's value in that for him, for us as fans, for everyone. So uh, for culture, all of it. So I'm excited to see this game, mostly because the weather is going to be insane and it could change some things. Uh, and maybe from a fantasy perspective, too, like if there's 50 mile per hour winds, Alyssa, and then the, in single digit temperatures, who can you trust in fantasy? Right. That's interesting. So Corey Bonini from the huddle.com, he's got some advice on this crazy week with games on Saturday and crazy weather across the country. Check that out. And then Alyssa and I will be right back to talk Bills Bears. This is the typical sports book fantasy minute. Let's make this interesting. Interesting. Corey Benini with TheHuddle.com here to bring you strong plays for week number 16. Quarterback Daniel Jones, New York Giants at Minnesota Vikings. It seems like every week Minnesota's a defense to target for anyone looking to stream a quarterback, but it takes a certain set of circumstances to be willing to roll with Jones. His receiving core is underwhelming, if we're being kind, and the offense runs through Saquon Barkley. No one should bench a proven stud for him, of course. That said, the Vikings have allowed three rushing touchdowns to quarterbacks this year, and three of the last four passers to face this defense have been good for at least 330 yards. If you're in a 2QB setup or you're playing DFS, Jones is an interesting play. Pittsburgh Steelers running back Najee Harris versus the Las Vegas Raiders. The second-year pro has a floor of 9.9 PPR points in nine straight, but has been capped at 14.6 as a high over the last four contests. The Raiders have been abused by running backs in 2022, and it has come in all forms of success. This is a top-seven opponent for ease of rushing touchdowns, receptions allowed per game, aerial yards and outing, and total touchdown frequency since Week 10. Most gamers probably won't be benching Harris, but he could be in store for a much stronger outing than usual this week. Seattle Seahawks wide receiver Marquise Goodwin at Kansas City Chiefs. Wide receiver Tyler Lockett is poised to miss this one with a finger injury, and the veteran speedster and Goodwin will be asked to step up. Kansas City is capable of hanging points with the best of them, and this could get Seattle into a pass-heavy script if the defense is unable to contain Patrick Mahomes and co. Goodwin is a risk-reward wide receiver three who is one week removed from a five-catch, 95-yard, one-touchdown showing. So there's something to work with here. Tampa Bay Buccaneers tight end Kate Otten at Arizona Cardinals. Otten was starting to find his groove late into the rookie's campaign before being held to a lone 20-yarder versus the Bengals. Arizona tends to be the cure for all all tight end ales, but we've seen a few poor performances sprinkled in among the brilliant ones of late, so this could go either way and not really surprise anyone. If you're in position to either gamble on a lineup spot or you play DFS, this matchup is for you. For more award-winning fantasy football news, tips, and advice, please be sure to check out thehuddle.com. That was your typical sportsbook fantasy minute. Win your fantasy football league with thehuddle.com and use them to dominate player prop bets at Typico Sportsbook. For a limited time, new Typico Sportsbook users in college 
Colorado and New Jersey from this podcast will enjoy a special welcome bonus. Get your bonus today at usatodaybet.com slash podcast. That's usatodaybet.com slash podcast. See typico.com for terms and conditions. 21 plus only gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey. 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. All right, we're back. Uh, Alyssa, as we said, Josh Allen versus Justin Fields. Matchup of like current league MVP. I think that's where Josh Allen is. He's like kind of that perennial MVP in the discussion with Mahomes and, and whoever, Jalen Hurts this year, whoever wants to join them. Uh, but I think it's like current league MVP versus a future one in Justin Fields, right? Kind of just like just like last week a little bit. And uh, we, we mentioned the weather, Alyssa. So according to the National Weather Service, this was a little bit earlier in the week. Not sure if it's changed. I mean, I know these things could change, but there's a good chance like the, the you know, the the windy city. You know, Jalen Hurts after that game was saying that the cold in Chicago just hit a little bit different. So I, I think the, the cold in this game could hit a little bit different than it does in Buffalo as well, uh, because we're supposed to get like blizzard conditions later in the week in Chicago could throw some snow in the area. And I don't know. I don't think it'll be snowing on Saturday, but at that point there's going to be single digits, uh, you know, frozen grounds, all that, you know, that kind of thing. Wind gusts, 40 or 50 miles per hour are anticipate are anticipated. And uh, it'll probably be during the game when that's happening. You know, the bills had a crazy weather game like that with 50 mile per hour wind gusts against the Patriots last year. And you remember, Alyssa, that was the game where Mac Jones attempted three passes total in the entire game and the teams combined That's for 24 right. points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there was no passing. So here's where I'm going with this. Like, if the Bills are limited in the passing game and that's their thing with Josh Allen and you have to kind of run the football and the Bills have been struggling a little bit tackling like they struggled with Miami skill guys a little bit in that game last week. You got Justin Fields running around. You got the best rushing football team in in the league and the bears this the weather and them being at home and all that and maybe josh allen not being able to pass with these wind gusts like i don't know i think it kind of favors the bears a little bit i don't think they're gonna win i don't think they want to win as we mentioned the first segment i just don't think it really behooves the bears to win right now when you have sole possession of that number two pick so i have a feeling the bears might manage this one accordingly Alyssa. you know what i mean but still I think the Bears could hang around, and I'm not comfortable betting the Bills at minus nine on the road in Chicago with this weather. I'm not. I think the Bears, they've showed some fight. They're kind of spunky. I love Justin Fields and everything he brings to the table, and when he's running the football right now, you can't tackle him, and I don't know if the Bills will be able to. I think he could hit some big plays, so I think the Bears could actually hang around in this one. I don't know if I'm betting them to stay within 10 points, Alyssa, but I'm definitely not backing the Bills to beat the Bears by more than nine, if you know what that means. If you, if you kind of catch my drift there. Yeah, no, I'd agree. And I think that game last week against the Eagles, just like it did for you, I did the same thing for me where it's like, okay. And we've seen this all season where the Bears have hung around. I'm trying to think how many of their losses. Most of their losses have been by one score, right? So this is a team where obviously there's talent deficiencies on the roster. There's injuries piling up. And one game they went without Justin Fields. So, I mean... Like, obviously, there are some concerns, but at the same time, they've kept in games. And again, that's Matt Eberflus getting his guys ready and having them them ready. And like you mentioned, I mean, those conditions and Christmas Eve, maybe a little Christmas magic. You remember last year, Ryan, when Nick Foles led the Christmas miracle in Seattle? Yeah, the the uh, the Nick Foles miracle in Seattle. How could I forget? I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. And like you said, I don't think the Bears are going to win this game. And 
it feels again, it feels weird saying this, but again, I don't know if I want them to because we want to make sure that they get that number two pick. I mean, that's the thing that's important at this point, but I'm never going to root against them or be upset when they win a game. But I mean, I do think, like you said, I think they can hang in there with the Bills and the weather conditions. I mean, Buffalo is going to feel right at home. Uh, and this is a game which I don't think it's going to be broadcast across most of the country, which is disappointing because, my goodness, what else do you want on Christmas Eve than seeing Josh Allen versus Justin Fields with it snowing or a blizzard in Chicago? I mean, it's disappointing. But at the same time, I think that the Bears can hang around you to speak to what you're saying. And Justin Fields... I think is going to be on the run a lot in this game and David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert's coming back, right? He was activated off IR. So, I mean, that three headed monster at running back for the bears. I mean, especially if the bills has some tackle struggling, you know, that field, those conditions, I mean, things could get interesting. I mean, I don't think anyone expected the bears to keep things as close as they did with the Eagles, including the Eagles, um, and we'll see if Buffalo is up to the challenge. But I mean, I think the weather really, really makes things interesting, especially and it being Christmas Eve. Hey, we'll see. Maybe some magic again there. And yeah, I think maybe some sneaky value in Bears plus nine, maybe a trap kind of game for the Bills. Uh, who knows? Coming off that big win against Miami, that was a big division win. They needed that one. They were down by eight points in the fourth quarter. They came back. They won it with time running out in regulation. Huge win for them at home, right, on national TV over the weekend. Maybe this is kind of a trap spot for them on a short week. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Um, or I don't. Maybe they, play, they played on Saturday night, didn't they? Yeah, so it wasn't a short week. But whatever. I digress. Maybe some sneaky value on the Bills plus nine. Maybe some value on the under 40 and a half. Again, that Bills-Patriots game with the 50-mile-per-hour crazy wind gusts that really limited the passing games on both sides. They combined for 24 in that one. So could be a lot of running on both sides. A lot of Devin Singletary uh, on the Bills side, a lot of Josh Allen rushing, a lot of Justin Fields rushing in the running backs. So it could be that kind of game, clock running, maybe maybe some value on the under as well. That's kind of where I would probably look first. But you know, you're obviously watching this weather stuff. And if the winds die down, if the winds aren't that high, then that might change things a little bit. And maybe you can get some value on the over in that case. But if the wind gusts are really going to be 40 to 50 miles per hour, Alyssa, <laughs> I think I'm taking the under. Because I know yeah. that really does, that does, even if you're Josh Allen and you have a cannon, uh, it, it affects the game. I think at fantasy, you're not going to be worried about Justin Fields with this weather, right? If you have Justin Fields, you're in your fantasy semifinals, you're, you're starting him with a ton of confidence because he's that guy. He is that guy. I think running backs, Allen, Fields, you're starting. But I think even in this kind of game, like Stefan Diggs with the Bills against the Bears, you think that he'd be like a shoe win, you know, just like a crush start spot you know crush spot one of those what's the saying smash spot whatever in fantasy against the bears and their defense i don't know in these conditions like i'm still starting stefan Diggs, but maybe i'm a little worried about him tempering expectations and i don't think there's any other wide receiver or tight end sorry cole Komet. you know like <laughs> sorry chase claypool like there's no other receiver or tight end outside of stefan Diggs that i would maybe even think about starting in this game due to the weather in fantasy. Yeah, agreed. I think I'd, uh, like you said, have to go with Fields and Allen starting both of them. David Montgomery, Khalil Herbert, you have one of them. Go for it as well. I mean, this game has can be pretty interesting. I think it's going to be pretty interesting to see how this all, you know, goes down. And especially if the winds are, you know, quite gusty like that. I mean, I don't know. We'll see what the Bears can do. I mean, it could be, it could be fun. 
Don't want, I mean, like, I don't want them to win because I want to keep that high draft pick. But I'll, I mean, I'm not going to be mad either if they win because my goodness, that'd be fun. But I'm like really looking forward to seeing Justin Fields on one side and seeing Josh Allen on the other, kind of like last week with, with Fields and, and Jalen Hurts. I mean, it was fun because you, especially Jalen Hurts being like, I think is the perfect comp for Fields. And you saw, you know, especially where, you know, Hurts was last year compared to where Fields is this year. And it kind of even looks that Fields is a, a little bit ahead of where he was because, you know, Hertz had some talent around him last season. He had those pieces in place and they added more around him, obviously, this offseason. So, I mean, it'll be fun watching Fields and Allen go back and forth. I mean, I think those I think that the both quarterbacks need to stretch before this game. Make sure you take an IV, Justin, right? Because that got you into some trouble a couple times. Make sure you take that IV before the game because you're going to be running a lot. Yeah, I, I think there's value in it. I think there's value in like fields playing well, the the bro hug at the end of the game and the handshakes when they get the moment between fields and hurts yeah. hugging it out. There's value in watching fields play really well in this game with nobody around him and like kind of willing his team and keeping them in the game and then hugging it out with a Josh Allen. You know, that that's there's value in that. There's value in that for all of us. So definitely looking forward to that. Again, we appreciate you hanging on the podcast and listening. We will not be having a show next week. We wish you all a safe and happy, healthy holiday. And then Alyssa and I will be back the week after that, first week of January, with more uh, takes on the Bears and this just strange time to be a fan where we're we're rooting for the team, but we don't want them to win. And it's just like a weird, it's a weird situation we find ourselves in these days, Alyssa, with the Bears. But we're going to keep on pushing through to the end. Absolutely. And I mean, I hope all of our listeners have a great holiday out there. And Remember, we have Justin Fields as our quarterback. The new year is going to be bright. So, I mean, what else could you ask for? I mean, I've never had a Bears franchise quarterback before. So celebrate it. Hope you have a safe and happy holidays. And as always, thanks for supporting us and listening to the show. Bear down. This USA Today sports podcast has been presented by USA Today's sports media group and is available in your favorite podcast store. Make sure to subscribe for weekly updates, the latest fantasy picks from Corey Bonini and the Huddle Podcast, Inside the Weekly Line with Sportsbook Wire's Jeff Clark and Eston McLaren, and the Bet Slippin' Podcast. We'll see you again next week.